Good morning, everyone. Happy full moon. Happy Cancer full moon. I hope that you had an opportunity to take some time last night and just soak up the beautiful silver rays of moonlight. I know I did. I'm so grateful that I did. And it really was just a beautiful blossoming of space that I shared with my children and my dear, dear friend, just being at the ocean and um, playing and dancing, eating good food, sharing. And just on a personal note, I woke up this morning and feeling a little sad, you know, and so it, it makes me think of like these full moons are, it's, um, it's a release point. Imagine a woman, you know, giving birth to her child and, you know, it's this beautiful release. It's this birth, you know, as something that once started as a seed, you know, as an egg that came to its fullest ripening, you know, or a seed, you know, that's planted and then it gives way to fruit, you know, on a tree or, you know, on a bush or a vine. So it's the same metaphor um, that happens in all of life. You know, we see it on in the earth and so we also see it in the stars. And so this is what happens at a new and a full moon. You know, and we have these cycles happening every month. You know, and these cycles are larger than every month. Um, there's many different cycles that we have, and that's the beauty of astrology is learning to observe these cycles and make meaning of them and understand, well, where in the cycle am I? You know, when we're going through challenging or difficult times and you're wondering, well, like, what is going on? You know, we have this guide to look at and see. It's like a map. It's like, okay, well, this is where you're at. Like, this is what happened two years ago and blah, 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 blah. So, um, and sometimes, you know, going back to how I was reflecting of just being sad is, you know, after we give birth sometimes, for those of you who've given birth to anything, whether it's a child of your body or a creative child or, you know, a relationship that you've birthed or whatever, a business, um, a new way of being, you know, sometimes there can be this moment of sadness as you're longing for the past and the way that things were. You know, and the sign of cancer has everything to do with memory and emotions and family, feelings, you know, and it's, it's a very um, mysterious sign. It's a water sign, you know, and water you know, if, like um, imagine you're looking out at the ocean, you know, or even a river or a lake. And when we're standing from the view of the earth, we're standing on the ground, we look at the water, you can't see what's on the ocean floor. You don't know what's under those waves. You can't see like that huge vastness and, you know, understand what it contains. 
So that's the mysterious quality that this moon carries with us is, and it's inviting us to actually have a look at what was mysterious. But right now, because it's a full moon, you know, it's bringing it to light. You know, so when we look up at the night sky, it's, the, it's black, it's inky, it's blue, you know, it was dark. But because of that full brightness of the moon, you know, we're able to see something that we didn't see before. So I ask you, you know, what is being brought to light? What's up? You know, what memories of home, of feelings, of your past? Maybe it's about mama. Maybe it's about papa, you know? Or maybe it's not mom or papa, it's grandma, it's grandpa. You know, it's, or just that whole experience of what it was like to be a family. What it was like growing up. So, you know, the qualities of cancer, we look at it, you know, it's this, we see it's the mother you know, with a child, but more specifically, it's really the mother with the unborn child, you know, the child that is yet to be born, the child that's still in the womb, you know, and this place is, is one of much intimacy, you know, because the mother and, and a baby in, in the womb, in utero, share the same blood source, so everything that the mother is experiencing and feeling, this baby is also seeing, feeling, listening, you know, experiencing. So they know each other better than anyone could. And it's a place of much vulnerability. I mean, it's an unborn child. It has no, it can't eat, you know, for itself can't think for itself yet. Um, it can't protect itself. All of this, it's totally dependent upon the mother. You know, and I think nowadays, you know, or at least with the people that, you know, I've familiarized myself with this whole codependency, um, you know, can get a bad rap. And it's true, you know, but there are places in our life that require this, that that is just the way that it is. It's supposed to be this way. There is supposed to be a part of us, a part of our lives where we can totally feel vulnerable and allow someone else to take care of us. You know, of course, without it getting unhealthy, you know, if that's not how it's supposed to be. Like, for example, a mother doesn't always, you know, have this child within her. At, at some point in time, she gives birth to that child, you know, and it's time for that child to grow up, you know, and part of that is teaching that child, right? Like you're teaching everything. Education begins before birth. There's this amazing book 
Um, it's called Education Begins Before Birth, and it's by a mystic. And there's tons of stories in there that you know speak about you know how we teach our children even before they've taken their first breath. You know, and because there's so much potential and growth happening. I mean, there's been studies that are done. I mean, if you even look at like the process of what a zygote begins and, you know, as it, the cell replicates. And at some point, I mean, we look like frogs, right? You know, and then we've got tails and then the tail disappears. I mean, we go through the whole evolutionary process, you know, from being a single cell organism to looking like a bird, to looking like a reptile, to looking like a dolphin, you know what I mean? And then finally we look like humans. And so that happens in a mere nine months. So the amount of things that can be done, you know, when a woman is pregnant and that experience, that, that beginning stage is so crucial. Um, there's a whole, you know, even astrological technique I've been studying, which um, I'll share with you once I'm ready, but you know, that looks at the chart and like what happened, you know, and it's all in the chart, you know, what happened when you were in utero, you know, and what experiences do you need to go through the death and rebirth process, to go through the creative process, um, you know, and every one of us is different. We all, you know, experience um, the creative process differently, you know, and so with the cancer you know, full moon right now, what we're um, focused on is that creative process of creative incubation, where there is a seed that we're just nurturing. You know, we're not focused on the labor. We're not, you know, it's not about like giving birth to something right now. It's about something that, you know, it's, it's not ready yet. It's still too young. It's still too vulnerable. So, I ask you right now, you know, some points of reflection could be, you know, do you feel fulfilled in being able to be vulnerable to, you know, or, or vice versa? Like, do you find yourself too whiny and too, you know, are you crying and whining too much like a baby? Because this is all about balance, right? You know, so, um, you know, adjust, <laughs> Um, which is easier said than done. Um, but I mean, the first place is to identify, right? Like, so, you know, maybe you're crying and whining so much because you really haven't even given yourself the space to really be vulnerable, you know, and be held, have somebody look at you with eyes, you know, and hold you and say, I love you no matter what, unconditionally, you're, you're my baby. You know, I'm going to take care of you. So you allow for that in your life. And if you know where this full moon falls in your chart, it's at 22 degrees of cancer, you know, this may play out for you, um, you know, different than it does for your friend, you know. For some of us, you know, maybe this falls in the area of the home, you know, or maybe, no, it's in career or it's in, you know, our one-on-one -on -one friendships or, you know, maybe it's your area of your health. You know, like if, if this is something that um, you're finding is really hitting home in more ways than one, I invite you to do um, an astrology consultation with me and we can look at your chart and um, bring to light some things that um, were once hidden.
and come up with some solutions, you know, if you're having challenges, or maybe you just want to know, you know, about your chart, know more about yourself, plan out some things, have some fun, um, learn more about, um, you know, how to really be in tune with life, this beautiful life that you, your soul really designed for yourself. So, yeah, just know that invitation is, is there for those that feel they need it. Um, something else, you know, that happens with this, you know, this the full moon in, in, in cancer is, you know, there's different parts of the body, right, that correspond to the astrological signs. And with cancer, it's all of the places that are containers, you know, the things that, you know, hold the fluids, hold the emotion, holds the blood, you know, like the womb. It holds the baby in utero. It holds the blood. Um, the stomach that holds our food, that holds our nourishment. The breasts that hold the milk that we use to nurture our babies. Or the sinus cavities that holds the feelings and the emotional experiences that we have and of those around us. The instincts so it's connected to the nose, right? The nose um, has so much to do with, you know, the instinctual parts of us, like those, all those expressions that I could smell it, you know, or, you know, you can just smell something's not right. Um, or we even do that with our food, right? When something doesn't smell right, you know, we know it's, it's, it's not good for us. So cancer has a lot to do with this too, the instincts. You know, have you been... Be trusting your instincts. Have you been listening to your instincts? You know, um, and there's a difference between our instincts and our emotions, right? Um, you know, an instinct is, it's a hit. It's an, in, it's an intuitive knowing, whereas a feeling is subjective. It's how we feel about that information. Um, so, you know, and emotions are meant to be expressed. So any times our emotions are not flowing and are not expressed, what happens is they back up in the body, this fluid, and it creates congestion. And it will create congestion in the body, you know, and specifically in the sinuses, in your stomach, in your womb, in the lymphatics, in the breasts. And that's why, you know, the menstrual cycle is so important. We can learn so much about you know, what's going on in our lives by just observing our menstrual cycle. Um, if we're open to seeing that, you know, like, you know, if we're getting lots of symptoms prior to our menstrual cycle, that means that there is, there's some lack of expressing our emotions. There's a backup of emotional experiences, which is why it's getting backed up in the body, you know, and, um, and we're like praying for the day that that period comes so that we can release it all, right? But that's that's just showing that it's in, in balance. Like that's not normal. It's not natural. It's supposed to come, you know, you know, ideally without, you know, those symptoms. Um, so pay attention, you know, maybe tune in, have take some time today to pay attention to your body to really give yourself the types of food that are nourishing, 
Maybe eat something that your mother made for you or your grandmother made for you that just makes you feel like totally at home and safe and secure and comfortable. You know, or maybe it's get a massage, take a bath, let somebody run a bath for you, make you some hot chamomile tea or lavender tea. You know, or maybe it's some milk, some warm milk. Maybe it's go by the ocean and just ponder the qualities of water. Or maybe it's call up your friend. You just, you need to have that conversation. You need to let them know how you feel, you know? Or maybe you play that role and you listen to somebody and hold that space for somebody. Somebody who needs an ear. Be gentle with yourself. This full moon is, you know, it's not just the alignment of the sun and the moon. We've got two other planets going on here, Jupiter and Uranus, that's creating what's called a cardinal cross in the sky. Um, these four points that are all 90 degrees from each other. And it's, it's, it can feel like you're being pulled in four different directions. And so, you know, the uh, a way to address this is by not feeling like you have to do everything at once. You know, you can address one thing at a time, you know, and maybe it's starting with the moon, the cancer position, you know, and all right, where, you know, like what action, because it's a cardinal sign, which means that you need to take action on it. It's initiatory. You know, what do I need to do to feel more safe, secure, to feel taken care of, to feel vulnerable, to feel safe, to feel vulnerable, to, um, to nourish myself? Okay. The next place would be Libra. You know, um, where do I need more balance? You know, maybe I need some more work-life balance. Um, um, where do I need some more beauty? Um, where do I need some more social activism, you know, to engage and have intellectual stimulating conversations and parties and refinement in my life? Harmony. You know, um, and that's the other point is Capricorn, you know, where, you know, what about my, my work, my legacy, my career? What am I building a future on? What foundation, you know, um, am I, am I building towards, you know, am I shoring up my resources so that I feel totally secure financially? And then Aries is, you know, where, where do I need to be bold and assert myself and assert that I am the ruler of my domain? Um, where can I be creative and impulsive and raw and not be afraid to say no just because I can, because I am being authentic to me and I don't care what anybody else thinks. That's Aries. You know, so... This is required if we're to, you know, really be um, at peace and at balance with this lunation. Um, 
I hope this was helpful for you. Again, I am starting a um, another group that I would invite everybody you know, to. If you're feeling you like the work that I do and you want to know more, you want it to be more specific, you want it to be deeper, um, you know, I'm creating a separate group for that. If you're interested, please message me. I'm coining it the Supernova Roulette, um, being inspired by this fire year of 2017, which I'm going to be doing a um, probably a podcast as well as a PDF that's going to be available to those people um, aboard the Supernova Roulette, you know, um, because it is deeper, deeper work. And for those of you listening right now, my goddess whispers, I just want to say thank you so, so much. Um, I love the journey that we're on. And I also acknowledge, you know, if this is, um, this is good for you and, um, you know, and going deeper isn't appropriate for you right now, then that's fine. I just wanted to honor that and make a distinction um, because, you know, there is so much and I'm very, very passionate about it. And I want to, you know, give to those that need more and honor you know, those that are just happy, you know, digesting um, this information. So yeah, um, I wish you guys the most beautiful, you check out the moon tonight, you know, she's still going to be full and gorgeous. Um, highly, highly recommended if you're in South Florida to check it out by the ocean as it's just stunning, stunning, stunning. Okay, I love you. Namaste.